Welcome to the Naked Vibes Show. It's Kimberly Kane. This is part four in the Master Your Energy series. In part one, I did an overview of the seven energy centers in the body, known as the chakra system, just to give you an idea of the way that energy travels through your nervous system, impulses from your brain through your spine, and then back from your body to inform your brain about what it needs to do to take care of you. And I just gave you a little bit of information about each of those seven centers. And now we're going to dive a little deeper in this series to each individual energy center, each individual chakra, and what that energy center really does, what kind of energy lives there and what that means for you. And most importantly, how it affects you and how you can shift the energy there to use it in a purposeful and practical way so that you can feel whole and full of integrity, full of purpose, and full of vitality in your life to do the things that you desire to do, to make the things happen that you want to make happen in your life and in your world. So I'll just give you a little refresher of parts one, two, and three, and then we'll move into the heart center, which is chakra number four, and the throat chakra, number five. So looking at your ability to have compassion, not only for others, but for yourself, and your ability to speak out and to listen. Yes, that's also in the throat chakra. It's about powerful communication, being able to relate well to others. And that makes all the difference in your personal relationships and in your career, because relationships are really everything. We don't walk in this world alone. So we want to get grounded for ourselves first and then take that out into the world. This is taken from the live stream training on the seven energy centers. Hello, hello. Welcome. I hope that you have been enjoying the series on amping up your energy, learning about the seven energy centers in the body, the chakra system. The last few days, let me kind of recap a little bit what we've been talking about to sort of get you up to speed if you haven't been able to see those videos or you weren't able to join me live. First, we started off with the root chakra. And to even back it up just a little bit, the chakra system is just a great way to be able to visualize and to understand the energy that travels through our bodies, the energy that travels from the brain through the spinal system, and then back again to inform the brain of what our body is telling us about. I mean, you know, if I prick my finger on something or cut it, I need that impulse to run through my body, up my spine and tell my brain, that hurt. Don't, <laughs> don't cut yourself on that knife again. Don't touch that hot stove. Those kind of things. But it goes so much deeper than that. This is about subtle energies. So we all understand that we have energy that gets generated in the form of our emotions. We pick up on other people's emotions. We have those physical energy exchanges. But the subtle energies are the things that most people 
don't, not only do they not pay attention to them, most people really don't even know it exists. It has to almost hit them over the head to recognize, oh, there's a signal there. There's something I need to pay attention to. Okay. So just let's use the example of an addiction, let's say. And you know the expression of having to hit rock bottom before a person in addiction will do something to change that. That's an example of really having to be hit over the head. The body and the mind have given signals again and again and again before that point. So the value of understanding subtle energies is that we want to get to a point where instead of having to hit rock bottom in everything that we do with our health, with our finances, with our relationships, our emotions, everything, instead of having to hit rock bottom, if we could know way before we get there, that that's going to happen, that that's where our body's headed, a real breakdown, a heart attack, something like that, something catastrophic. Let me just pause here for a second and say, I'm not talking about knowing it up here. I think we all know that if we keep cramming ourselves full of fried food and smoking and drinking to excess and, you know, illicit drugs and just every way that you can attack the body. At some point, the body's going to go, I'm done. I've had it. I'm out of (laughs) here. Right? We all know that. It doesn't matter. Because I'll tell you what, if I have 20 milkshakes this month, I'm going to feel that. Yep. I know that right here. And if I decide to have one milkshake, that's fine. But what if I decide to have two in one day? I know that's not going to fare well for my body. Is knowing it going to stop me? That's the question. I don't think so. (laughs) So my body gives me clues that say, oh gosh, I don't, I don't think that feels good. That doesn't feel good. And that's before I even take a drink of that. All right. That's before then. I can think about what it might be like to have that second milkshake. I can think, you know what? That would be so good. I had a milkshake this afternoon and I'd love to have another one tonight. That sounds so good. But if I really pay attention, I might be feeling some kind of phlegm in my throat because that's what an excess of dairy can do. And since I use my voice professionally, I pay attention to those kind of things. Or I might feel the feeling of just some queasiness in my stomach and it can be ever so slight. And it's only related to the thought of having a second milkshake. Just an example. You have your thing, whatever it is, something, it could be something really serious that you're contemplating, something that sounds good to you up here. Lots of things sound good to us, (laughs) don't they? But then if you give it a beat and let your body inform you, we are energy. We're surrounded with energy. Everything is energy. Everything in the universe is vibrating at a frequency, slow frequency, fast frequency, like radio waves, any kind of waves. You can understand this best by doing things like looking at the ocean. 
watching the waves come in, watching the waves go out, constantly in motion. That's the way of the whole universe. It's operating on vibrations of light and sound. So those vibrations can be very subtle and they touch us constantly. So the more we train ourselves to pick up on the subtlety of these energies, the more we're informed of what we need to know that bypasses our thinking mind because we don't know everything up here. We don't have all the book smarts or even the street smarts up here. But all the information that we need is available to us at all times. So we have to be the antenna that picks up the information that we need and then we process it within our minds and our bodies. So we started, that's just kind of an overview again of energy, subtle energies. We started this series talking about that and then going to the first chakra, which is the energy center in the body that is located at the base of the spine or around the tailbone called the root chakra. And it relates to survival, to our relationship to food, to money, those things that we know are critical for our survival. That is where we connect on that low level. It's the closest to the earth, the earth that supports us, the root chakra. When we're healthy in that chakra and that energy rises up our spine and comes to the second chakra, which is our sacral chakra, also known as the sexual chakra, that's where creative energy lives. And when that gets stirred up, oh, we got a new book in us. We got a new song in us, a new business, and we create new people. That's some really potent energy there in the second chakra. Most of our culture, most people have blockages in that first and second chakra. Think about it. I mean, you don't have to look too far to know that on the news every day, you're hearing about things that you need to be afraid of. First chakra, be afraid of this. It goes straight to survival. If this happens and if this happens and if this happens, you're not going to survive. Okay, so that's what creates unhealthy energy in that first chakra. Walking, getting out in nature will clear that so that you know, hey, I'm safe in this world. I'm safe right here in the earth. I have a right to be here. And I don't have to be afraid just because you're telling me I should be afraid. I don't have to be. So healthy, there are some things that we need to be aware of, that we need to pay attention to, but we don't have to be afraid. In that second chakra, you don't have to look too far again to see how our culture makes us feel fear in that area. Fear of our sexuality. Is it right? Is it wrong? Putting a moral construct on that area of our lives and we feel it in our bodies. So think about when you have that sexual awakening and desires and you feel the impetus to connect sexually to another person, then messages that we get in our culture especially religious messages or overly moralistic messages can say to us, you're wrong, you're bad. That probably hits more women. You know what? I'm not even going to say that that's true. 
we're going to put a question mark right there, okay? Because there is research on this. And I mentioned in the last video yesterday uh, that one of my therapist friends who helped me a lot when I was writing my novel, Heaven, Heaven is about connecting the spiritual and sexual energies. And I did a lot of research on that. And some of the things that I learned from him, as well as some minister friends, my therapist friend told me, he said, over 50% of the people who come into my office to deal with some issue are struggling with their sexuality as related to religious issues, whether they're a religious person or not. The messages are out there telling you you're bad, you're wrong. So it's good to have some messages to help us keep in the center, not going too far out on the fringes and doing things that are bad for our health or destroying our lives or other people's lives. But how much better is it for us? How much more healthy to feel that as a sexual being, you have a right to be fully who you are? You have a right to feel those feelings. Why? Because they wouldn't be in your body if they weren't good and right as a human. They're God-given. Okay, so healthy energy in that sexual chakra or that creative chakra, then once you feel like, yes, yes, I have a right to feel jazzed up today. I have a right to create then you let that energy rise into the third chakra, and that is the solar plexus. The solar plexus is about the energy of the will, self-will, to step out into the world and say, this is who I am, to be who you are, taking that energy of feeling safe in the world and standing up and saying, yes, I'm here. Here I am claiming my spot. So once you feel healthy there and we let that energy rise up into the fourth chakra. So today we're going to talk about the fourth chakra and the fifth. Fourth is the heart chakra. It vibrates to the same frequency as the color green. And the fifth chakra, the throat chakra, vibrates to the color blue. So I thought I would wear kind of a blue green for you today. So this is the color of those chakras. The heart chakra. This is where compassion lives. And the first thing I want to talk about when people think of compassion, we think of compassion for others. But I want to start in the same way when you're traveling by plane and the flight attendant tells you in an emergency to put on your own oxygen mask first before you apply it to someone else. Because if you're busy trying to save them and get them oxygen, but you don't have any oxygen, guess what? You're going to fall out before you have an opportunity to help them. So that's what we're going to start with is compassion, the heart center, compassion for your own self. You know, that's really hard for a lot of people. And one of the reasons it's hard is because it goes back, if we go back down the spine into other energy centers, and those are not whole and healthy and healed. And messages from childhood or messages from anywhere in your life where you've been hurt that tell you you're wrong and you're bad, if that hasn't been helped and healed, and you don't feel whole in that way again and feel strong 
in who you are, then it is going to inform that heart center that, you know, I'm not okay. Something's wrong with me. And the lack of compassion to say, you know what? Nothing is wrong with me. I am simply human. Humans make mistakes. Then what happens is there's a constriction in that heart area. And I know that statistics are changing on this, but historically, heart attack rates have been higher in men. That's been rising with women. I think one of the reasons is that during the time that women entered the workforce, that they started experiencing more of the stressors that men were already experiencing. So I think that's one of the reasons. And food choices, of course. But for men, this higher rate of heart attack, this really is a constriction in that chest area. And I can tell you, I have felt what this feels like because after the losses in my life over the last several years, after losing my daughter and then losing my dad and some other real trauma in our family, I felt and still do to some degree a a, a restriction in my heart center. And I noticed it most pronounced when <laughs> really two weeks after my dad passed, uh, my sister and I had a request from someone to sing at uh, their father's funeral service. And uh, we were grieving, but we said yes to that. We're professionals and uh, we can rise to that occasion. <laughs> but I'll tell you what happened. Right before the service started and we were going over songs with the organist, I started to sing and I turned to my sister and I said, I'm having trouble getting my breath in. Normally, as a singer, that deep breath goes down into my belly, filling up that region and being able to really, like an accordion, be able to shift that energy back and forth. I couldn't get it in. And when I said that to her, she said, that's grief. That's grief. And I realized she was right. So you may be dealing with that as well. And grief can come in many, many forms. It can be the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, the loss of a dream and an idea of some things that you wanted to do or be. So how do we open that up? I want to tell you about my dad, because here's the thing for men a lot of times, the idea that opening up the heart, compassion and love and showing that outwardly towards others, a lot of times for men, they can perceive this as weakness. And one of the reasons, again, they may have had fathers who told them that that was a weakness. It may just be culturally that they've seen and just learned from observing that it's a weakness. But I want to tell you about my dad so that you can really hear the strength of an open heart chakra. My father was a very masculine man who was also very in touch with his creativity, with his ability to love others. And boy, did he love big. <laughs> he loved big. When he walked into a room, it was like a magnet drawing people to him. And he led thousands of people in his life. And at his memorial service, we heard again and again, your father 
saved my life, or your father saved my son's life, or your father changed the trajectory of my life, and I am a leader in my community because of his leadership, because of what I learned from him. And it is a real testament. I still hear all the time the testament of the way that he led others was through love. So there are all types of leaders, but when you add the component of love, you cannot go wrong because you're going to touch lives. You're going to make a difference for people. And energy, like we've talked about, it's reciprocal. As you have compassion for yourself and you allow yourself to be with all of your mistakes, all of your flaws, whatever it is, but you say, you know what? I have love for my own self. That then feeds the energy to love others, to connect with others in that heart center. And then guess what? That love is mirrored back because we all want to be loved and understood. And when someone opens their heart to us and says, I see you, I see you for who you are. And not only do I see you, I love you. I love you just as you are. Oh, what a powerful magnet that is. So my dad, as he opened his heart to love others in that way, that kind of leadership taught many, many men that maybe what they had learned before, maybe from their own fathers, that it wasn't safe to be open and loving, that you would look less masculine. They were able to look at my dad and say, uh, well, we're going to have to question whether that was ever true. And you may have examples of men in your life who lead with love, but I want to encourage you as a masculine leader to open your heart and lead first with love. That doesn't mean that you have to go out and, oh, everybody, I love you so much. (laughs) That doesn't mean that. It's your presence. So when you spend time energetically connecting to the power of love, doing that through prayer, through meditation, through being out in nature and walking and sensing the natural world around you and what a gift it is and gratitude meditating on gratitude and all that you have, all that you have available to you in your life. Yes, we have problems in the world, but you know what? We have more available to us than we can even imagine. So when you feel gratitude for all that you have, all that you've experienced in your life, that will open that heart chakra. I hear from men all the time wanting to shift gears, wanting to know how to take their life or the dreams they've kept under wraps and catapult into a new level of experience, a desire for a new experience in their intimate relationships, career, or a personal adventure to shake things up a bit because they sense there's more. Does this sound like you? Then join me on an epic adventure that will take you to that next level of experience and freedom you're craving. I'll be leading a small group of guys to Sedona in April, 2023 to learn from the land, literally 
It's a powerful place where I learned firsthand how connected we are to it and how it can show you the path to manifest your desires. And that transformation can happen fast, lightning fast, because you're putting yourself in an environment and an experience designed to create a quantum leap. It's not a school of the intellect. It's a direct line from the most potent energy field into your own knowing. You'll come away knowing what you didn't know before without a bunch of mental work or study. And you'll immediately be able to use it to bring your desires into your tangible daily reality. This isn't for everyone. It's for a small group of guys who want to connect with me as a coach on a higher level and who want to be involved in a shared experience in a safe space with some other fantastic guys. I've had many Sedona experiences over quite a few years, and I promise you've never experienced anything like it. We're going to have a blast. <laughs> if this is calling to you at all, go to KimberlyKane.com slash adventures. That's Kimberly with an L-Y and C-A-I-N slash adventures. Read what others have to say about their coaching experience and how it has transformed their lives. From deep, loving changes in their intimate relationships to shifts in their career that made them happier than they could ever have imagined. Then sign up to get more info on your own coaching experience. Let's get your questions answered and get you on the road to living your life as the epic adventure you know you're meant to be living. The other extremely important component to opening the heart chakra, and I would say the primary component is forgiveness, which is extremely misunderstood. Before I talk about forgiveness, because this is a real power, I really want you to take this in as something that you can use in a practical way. I did a podcast episode uh, at one point on the Naked Vibes show about soft skills. And I don't like the term soft skills. You see that in business. It's a soft skill versus the skill of accounting versus the skill of IT, understanding how to work and deal with and fix computers, understanding financial flow patterns, considered to be in business more important skills. Soft skills, a lot of times, are set off to the side as secondary. And I'm going to tell you right now, those so-called soft skills, that's where the power is. That is where the power is. Because when you develop what I'm going to call skills that are in the unseen realm, when you develop those skills, they form a foundation for all your other skills and they inform the actions that you take. So your leadership becomes exponentially more powerful. <laughs> oh, does it ever. And you know what? I am, I'll, I was going to say this at the end of this live stream, but I'll tell you right now, there's a link in the show notes on nakedvibes.com where you can sign up for an instant download of an ebook I have called the Instant Ignition ebook. That instant ignition will lead you through some really fun exercises. It's just light and fun. I say light. You can take it as deep as you want. And some people have and have said, "Woo, that's deeper than I've ever gone. But on the surface, just some questions just to think about, to mull over in your mind, let them stir in your body, and they will inform you 
about how these unseen energies can quantum leap you, really. When you start paying attention to them, you can quantum leap over some problems that you're dealing with in those areas that are considered to be more solid skills. Because in the thinking mind, you can't solve what you don't know or what you don't have access to intellectually. Even those around you may not have that information. But in the unseen energy, those answers are there. If there's a question, there is an answer. So dipping into the unseen energy realm is where you're going to find that. And that's not work. That is simply about centering yourself. And that's everything that I'm talking about here with your seven energy centers. It's about getting centered so you can hear, see, feel, experience that unseen energy level, quantum leap to the answers that you need. So in your heart center, letting that energy of love reach out into the world so that it can reach back to you and you exponentially grow your network of people, you grow everything in your life that you desire to draw to you. So to go back to why forgiveness fits in here as probably the most important of those unseen energies working in the heart center is that most people think forgiveness is for the other person. Forgiveness is not for the other person, although it may help them. Forgiveness is for you. It is to free up the energy in your heart center. Because if you have someone that you're holding a grudge against, if you haven't forgiven yourself, for something that you've done, something that you feel you've done wrong. If you haven't forgiven yourself for feelings of unworthiness, for feeling like you're not what you wish you could be, or you're not what your parents wanted you to be, your spouse, and so on, your boss. If you feel like you're not that, forgive yourself. That will free you up to be who you are. So instead of focusing on what you're not, you can focus on who you are, because it's brilliant. I promise you who you are is brilliant and shining, but there's some uncovering that may need to be done to shine your light. So forgiving yourself first, you will feel a weight literally lift off of your chest, that heart center, heart chakra. You'll feel a weight lifting off of you and more expansion in your rib cage, more expansion in your lungs, expansion to be able to breathe. And then if there are others you need to forgive, you may not be able to reach out to them physically. This could be someone who is deceased in this physical world. This could be a parent who didn't treat you right, didn't treat you with the respect that you needed and deserved. Maybe they didn't know any better because they were treated the same way. A spouse who is left a child who hasn't measured up to your expectations, a coworker, a boss, someone who cheated you out of something that you felt like was yours, someone who's wronged you in any way. What about God? <laughs> what about a God who is not the God that you thought he would be, expected him to be, and hasn't answered your prayers? That's a big one. I'm just going to let that stay there 
There's no need to go deep into questioning or answering that right now. Just let that be an energy that stirs around. And if it's there, then you can address it. But forgiving someone else means releasing them from the constriction where you're holding them in your heart center. And boy, can that be tight. So that lack of forgiveness, one of the big mistakes that people make is in thinking that if I forgive this person, somehow I'm saying that what they did to me was okay. And it wasn't okay. So I cannot forgive that. I'm holding it, holding it in. Here's the thing. You're not excusing behavior. By forgiving, you're not excusing behavior. Yes, their behavior may have been very wrongful, very hurtful, and have no real excuse in the way it was directed towards you. There's a reason for it in their energetic realm, but in as far as it was directed towards you, there may be no excuse for that. So let that just be true for you, but you do not have to hold the energy because you see whatever they did, that action that they took, which seemed to be against you, which seemed to harm you, it's past. If someone is harming you currently, then you need to address stepping out of that situation. But when someone has harmed you in the past and you're holding that memory, that thought, that idea of the way that they hurt you, they're not experiencing that necessarily, but you are. You're continuing to generate that same energy potently through your heart again and again and again. And can you see how that is the same thing as injecting a toxin into a vein and letting it flow through your heart and doing it again and flow through your heart and again? It's the same thing on an energetic level. It is deteriorating your heart, deteriorating the energy of your heart center and preventing you from stepping out and leading with love. You're going to feel so much lighter when you forgive. And this is how I forgive. If this method is helpful for you, I want to share this with you. When I feel like someone has done me wrong in some way, one of the things that I do to release that energy, because most of the time, I mean, really super high percentage of the time, they really weren't doing something to hurt me. They were doing something out of their own fear, out of their own hurt, whatever reason. And somehow, for whatever reason, it's directed towards me. So I feel that as this is happening to me or they're sending this to me. Not necessarily. So whether it is or isn't, I don't want to carry it. And I don't have to carry it. <laughs> it's not a requirement. So I take that person and this is for me. This is not a religious practice that you have to adopt. You can find your own way. This is just my way. I grew up Christian and I find that the energy of Christ is very powerful. So I take that person, cradle them in my arms and lay them at the feet of Christ and say, you know what? This person belongs to you. Or I say, hey, God, this is your child. You're the one in charge of taking care of them. I don't have to take care of it. I'm going to lay them at your very capable feet and let you take it from here. And I visualize this 
And I can see Christ, I can see God carrying that person off, having a nice chat with them, giving them love, and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. So this is just an imaginative yet very, very powerful way to wish someone well and not take on the burden of what you feel like they're doing to hurt you. And then you can go on about the business of being love and showing up with love. So what I want to do here is a meditation for you. I've been doing that with each of the chakras before I move to the next one. So we're going to go to the throat chakra where I want to talk about the fear of public speaking, the fear of speaking out, the fear of standing up for yourself vocally. But first, let's close out with a meditation on this heart chakra. I'm going to play a song in the background here that is, uh, oh, it's just such a beautiful song. It's called Love Is, and I will put a link to it in the show notes on nakedvibes.com. This is performed by Mark Elliott, written by Mark and my uncle Wood Newton, and Wood is singing background vocals on it. And it's just a beautiful song called Love Is. So I'm going to let it play in the background and do a little meditation for you here. So if you're at a place where you can close your eyes, then do that. If not, you can just listen in the background. I'm going to close my eyes. What's worth the trouble? What's worth I'm just going to let the words wash over you for a moment. Yes, love is worth it. Love is always worth it. We feel pain in our lives. Things happen. We get hurt. But you know what? <laughs> love is a prevailing energy that if we allow it to wash over us, can literally wash away pain, any kind of pain from our lives. Love is the reason that we're all here. It is a mystery. Forgiveness is a mystery. As long as we keep making love, it will never disappear. So let us be about the business of making love, literally making love, generating love, and putting as much of it into the world as we can, starting with loving ourselves, forgiving ourselves, we're not measuring up, to our standards, to someone else's standards, but loving ourselves anyway, just for being who we are. Because you have an amazing uniqueness to you that no one else has. No one else is just like you. So love yourself in that knowledge that you are unique that you have so much to give that you are here to be exactly who you are
I'm going to bring my attention back into the room. I'm just going to let those beautiful words wash over you for a moment. Thank you, Mark Elliott and Wood Newton. <laughs> I'll just let that song finish out as I tell you that we're going to move to the throat chakra to talk about self-expression. And what a beautiful way that these two men expressed themselves and expressed what love does, what love is. That was a perfect segue into this fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra, the ability to express. Can you not see and feel how coming from a place of love, the ability to express yourself when you come from a place of love is powerful? We need more masculine leaders who lead with love and speak out powerfully from love. The next episode in the Master Your Energy series will be on that fifth chakra, the throat chakra. So if you're not already subscribed to the Naked Vibe show, then please do that so that you don't miss that episode. It's really powerful when talking about how to stand in your truth and speak out. I've had so many guys tell me in my coaching practice over the last 10 years that they feel fine when speaking to someone one-on-one. But if they have to get up in front of an audience or speak to a group, which they do from time to time, that they become paralyzed, or at the very least, they get flushed in the face. If you've experienced that yourself, then be sure to tune in to the next episode because I'm going to address some of those things so I can help you get to a place where you feel comfortable in your own skin when you stand up in front of any group. You feel courage, you feel confidence, you know who you are, and you know what you have to deliver. And you know that people are waiting for you to deliver that because they care about what you have to say. On NakedVibes.com, you can find your favorite streaming service so you can subscribe, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, any of those. You can do it from there. If you're interested in working with me this year in small group coaching, I've got some great opportunities coming up. And one of those includes this adventure mastermind trip to Sedona in April that I've been telling you about. I've got a link in the show notes where you can sign up to learn more about that adventure mastermind. Like I said, it is by application. It is a small, intimate group of about eight to 12 guys, and it's not a fit for everyone. But if it's calling to you, even in the least little bit, then go to the show notes on nakedvibes.com and sign up to be on that wait list. You'll get an email with more details as soon as you do. And also when you do, you'll get an immediate download of my Instant Ignition ebook, which will start getting your juices percolating. I'm telling you, it'll stir up your soul fire. And it's got some questions and some fun ideas in it just to get you feeling that sense of excitement about your own dreams and desires and knowing that they are valid. 
no matter what you've ever been told, they're valid. You are valid. So if you feel any ounce of excitement, fear, resistance, doubt, objection, or any other emotion as I'm talking to you about this, it's calling to you. So don't stop there. Don't poo-poo it and throw it out the window and go, that's just a bunch of BS. Or, oh, I can't do that because. Stop your brain from talking you out of those emotions that you're feeling. If you're feeling in your body, sense of tingling, any of the things that I just said, excitement, fear, resistance, doubt, objection, emotions, if you're feeling something, do not let your mind circumvent those feelings. You owe it to yourself because you're more powerful than you know. Yes, see, you are. And I love it that you're here. And if you've listened this far, oh, you definitely need to go over and sign up on that list. Go to nakedvibes.com and put your name on the list, the waiting list to go to Sedona with me in April, because it is going to be a blast. You have the freedom to be naked and unashamed about who you truly are. Stand in the truth, love big, and you are aligned with the greatest power in the universe. I'm Kimberly Kane, and this is Naked Vibes. (laughs) 